0: This Sam Mays Podcast Roadshow is brought to you by Pettit Insurance in Norman. Remember, you're always in good hands with Allstate. On the Monday of game week, it's just different. It hits different. It feels different. It's uh, something that has been in my blood my whole life. So when you listen to Red Dirt music, it's like that last Rebel sound to me. It is a combination of Uh, Southern rock and jazz and uh, bluegrass and, and for Skip Bayless to come out and say I don't feel bad for him and kind of belittle him and say how dare you how dare you as the leader of America's team show weakness honestly I want to say what I want to say
1: this is the Sam Mays podcast
0: Welcome, I'm Sam Mays, and today we are at iZen RX. This is a new dispensary, the grand opening at 1324 Southwest 89th in Oklahoma City. It is absolutely incredible. I've been to a ton of dispensaries in the last uh, couple of months as I've gotten into the cannabis industry, and this one is as impressive as I've seen. It has this incredible medical feel to it. At the same time, you have some things in here that are very, very unique. Uh, the gift shop is awesome, and they are one of two dispensaries here in Oklahoma City that are carrying the Kimmy Jones. Uh, this is from Elite Cultivation. It's an, an incredible strain. Uh, Wes and I just tried it out not too long ago, and we were pretty blown away by it. So come on into to Izen RX here once again at 1324 Southwest 89th in Oklahoma City. Joining us on the phone as it is uh, basketball season, and Wes and I, you know, as athletic as we are, basketball was not, was not the jam. Uh, we're bringing in one of the aces, Mr. Andre Williams, former Oklahoma State great. Uh, Andre could have played. Uh, I, I thought. I always thought you were more skilled than a center, my friend. I, I would have said you know more of a more of a a, a small forward type of guy. But uh, big man for Oklahoma State. How are you?
2: I'm good, sir. How are
0: you? Good, good. Excited to have you. And and obviously, NBA playoffs in full swing. Uh, It's got a bit of an Oklahoma-centric vibe to it as Trey Young is uh, doing big things with the Atlanta Hawks, man. Like, kind of a crazy run. They are uh, getting ready to tip off here shortly. I think I guess should be playing right now. But, man, it's been a blast watching those guys kind of tear up the East a little bit. and And unexpected, obviously. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh Trey Young is one of those guys coming out of college, a lot of people knocked his size, didn't think he would be able to do the things he's doing right now, but it's been amazing to watch his run um this kid is um I actually got to play against his dad when he was at Texas Tech, and you know seeing that's Trey, how old we are mature, by the way yeah
0: good lord yeah that,
2: that is that's how old we are. I played against Rayford Young at Texas Tech uh but no, just watching this kid mature and come into his own and find his stride here in the playoffs and making a good run at it.
3: I I got I'm I'm not gonna lie. I I was wrong when he came out. I was like I I thought he might have needed a little more time. Which I mean we all know that he's developed and matured a lot. We've kind of heard the stories of what all's gone on this year. But I just I didn't see 48 points in a playoff game coming. Right. I mean it's blown me away from where he was to where he is now and the way that he's doing it where he is now. That's that's the most impressive thing.
2: There's no way I would have thought that this kid physically was going to be able. I think he, he's always been a great shooter, phenomenal scorer, but I didn't think his body would hold up to the wear and tear in the league. And yeah, 48 points the other night, just out of nowhere. Like this kid is tearing (laughs) it up.
0: I mean, how much of this is in a testament to uh, the league in itself? You know, you feel like Trey Young owes Steph Curry. uh, a uh, Thank you very much. You know, Steph come, comes in the league 100%. out of Davidson. He's a small-body guy. No one thinks he's going to be able to handle the physical beating. But the reality is, Andre, the NBA is not what it was when we were kids, you know, watching uh, Jordan and Pippen and, Bings. you know, these physical uh, just big, nasty players beat each other up. That They're not doing that anymore in the NBA, and it's allowing Steph Curry and Trey Young to get out there and, and be great and shoot, you know, just make the deep ball – uh, a staple, and it's, it's, exactly. it's I mean, I don't know if I'd love it, but man, watching those guys play at their best and watching the way they get their teammates involved, and obviously, when Trey pulls up for a 37-foot three-pointer, it's pretty awesome to watch. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, it's not what I grew up with, but the NBA looks to be as healthy as it's ever has been as far as engaging the fan base and having some of these young superstars play the way they are.
2: Well, the style of basketball definitely, the the change, the shift from, you know, the bad boys of the 80s and 90s to the physicality that you had in the 90s uh, and the dominance of Shaq throughout the early 2000s, yeah, it's changed a lot. Now you've got guys that are stretch fours. Uh, bigs aren't necessarily traditional in the sense that everybody wants to shoot the three. It's opened up the game. It's no longer a big man's game. Right. Uh, you know, it used to be where you had guys, it was the handful of guys in the league that were six foot and under. Now guys like that can actually make a name for themselves. All they have to do is be able to shoot the ball. Right. And Steph Curry is a big that This kid came out of nowhere at Davidson, made that big running in tournament, got to the league. Everybody thought he was soft. Everybody thought he was injury prone. Uh, but he's turned himself into a marksman. Now he's the pinnacle of what guys. You know, growing up now or watching and feeling like okay, just because I can't maybe not be able to get to the paint and finish at the rim, I can shoot the ball from. You. I can handle the ball. I can get shot up. Guys have to step out and guard me.
3: I got a question for you, Andre. When uh, so with the emergence of Steph Curry over the last few years, um, do you think? that if if it wasn't for a guy like Steph being as successful and having all the success that he had, do you think that Trey Young would have been a top ten pick coming out without Steph's success in, in, in the pros?
2: Yes and no. Um, I think that uh, he was a top pick because he, I mean, the numbers, just sheer numbers. The kid was right. one of the best scorers in college. Um, they would have gave him a chance just off of potential. But, again, being what Steph was and they see that now, People are more willing to take a chance on a guy like that. You know, it used to be as a as a point guard or two guard, if you weren't a true facilitator or just an absolute marksman from the three and to play defense, you didn't really get a shot early. You know, it was all big man driven. You know, for years and right. years, you look at drafts, you know, the first pick was always a big, always a big, always a big, always a big, Great. or somebody that could do everything. <laughs> and now, yeah, <laughs> and now you have guys like a Trey Young, like a Steph Curry, um, you know, guys that are in college currently. Um, that really will give a shot that may not have gotten a shot years ago.
0: You know, as as far as Trey is concerned, uh, not, look, uh, I'm just going to say it is what it is. Uh, I I couldn't really stand the kid at OU. Uh, I couldn't stand him <laughs> in the beginning here with Atlanta. Uh, I think he's got a, a pretty uh, bad attitude, and I thought that uh, he was more of an eye guy, and I think, you saw him. Have you heard this story about McMillan, what he did with him?
3: Yeah. Pretty no, crazy. So, so, awesome. what, so
0: what he does, Andre, is he takes Trey into a, a film room and he shows him an hour and a half worth of film, and, it, and he's not doing it for the basketball purposes. He's showing Trey the looks on his teammates' faces when he makes mistakes, right? Because bottom line is they were they – were, when Trey got hurt this season, they started playing better. Ball's moving around. They got a right. bunch of shooters on that team. Guys are knocking down shots, and they're winning games. As Trey's on the sideline talking about and being upset that he's not the main conversation. Like, just a turnoff, right? Like, the dude is just, he, he just made me feel like he was about himself more than that team. So, McMillan shows him this video of how his teammates view him. And apparently, since then, this kid yeah. is just, he's doing it. I mean, he's just flying right, doing see, it the right
3: way. It, just, it was just the videos of him coming down the court. Not passing the ball, shooting it, and then after the shot, it was just videos of his teammates' faces, reactions. Right when that, yeah. So that was, I mean, how does that not open you up? I mean, right.
2: well, you got to look at Nate uh, McMillan is a old school guy. You know, he played with the Sonics. He coached some great guys. Uh, he's a guy that he understood the situation Um, and you can't let the game you can't let yourself be bigger than the game and I think that's a testament to you know a coach that came up through you know the late 90s early 2000s that played at a high level uh, played with some greats you know he played with Gary Payton with Sean with those guys uh, and got to play against guys like Michael Jordan he he understood that you know that selfishness that I am first Uh, you got a lot of guys now that they think they literally have to put up 30 shots a game in order to succeed. And, you know, getting Trey to taper that down, that's, I
0: mean, just good on him. Yeah, I'm pretty blown away. Pretty blown away. And he's kind of lighting the playoffs on fire right now. Uh, obviously up 1-0 against Milwaukee. They're currently playing now. Four teams in the playoffs for the NBA, uh, and none of them were really expected. I think the Clippers, probably more than anybody uh, expected, they're the only team with championship experience. Uh, Maybe the Bucks, experience.
3: but... Yeah, that was – I I love the teams that are in. Yeah, that. well, heck, I don't think anybody expected the
0: Bucks to get there because Brooklyn was supposed to beat everybody, right? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I think we all knew that Brooklyn was coming out of the East and uh, LeBron was going to come out of the West and, you know, it's just going to be this this simple, that's what we're going to get, KD against LeBron. And to see uh, these final four teams, the injury situation that the Clippers are in, so random, right, Chris yeah. Paul and the, uh, and the Phoenix Suns playing unreal basketball until last night. Uh, as they struggle with Devin Booker's nose injury and Chris Paul coming back from COVID. But I I am as engaged and excited about NBA basketball as I've yeah. probably been in 10 years. Like, unless since the Thunder went to the Western Conference Finals.
3: I was going to say, since the Thunder were in the playoffs themselves, then after that I kind of have lost interest because it was always who's LeBron going to beat or lose to for the championship, you know. Right. So. <laughs> right. But, yeah, this year it's – Oh, man, I'm excited. I mean, there's going to be so many people to win for the first time, and and I I just love what it's going to do for the league.
0: Here's a random question for you, uh, Andre. Oh, go ahead. comment. Go ahead.
2: Well, no, I was going to say, is there anybody in the league, given that um, um, Paul is out right now, is there anybody in the league that's playing currently that's actually won a title? Any of the main takes? Any of the stars? Are there any stars on a team that have
0: actually won a title? Well, I, I want to say that you've got two with Kawhi. He's not playing right now, but I think he's got yeah. the two. And I want to say somebody else uh, out Is, there.
3: Isn't um, Serge on one of those Yeah,
0: Abaka's on the Clippers. He's got a title, too. they are only people left in the playoffs right now that have titles to play for the Clippers. I know that for sure. Yeah, for sure.
3: And neither one of them are actually playing. Yeah, neither one of those guys are playing, right. Yeah, so yeah, I
0: think there's two for Kawhi, one with uh, San Antonio and one with Toronto, obviously. And then I want to say Serge won his with Toronto. And doesn't Patrick Beverly have a title or no? No, no, Rondo, Rondo.
2: Yeah, Rondo. Rondo's
0: got, yeah. So I think it's five total. Yeah.
2: So you've got a brand-new group of guys that are looking to get their first win. And they're hungry for. You can see how they're playing; like it's it's impressive. Uh, giving up big leads, you you see stuff this year that you haven't really seen in years past. Especially in the playoffs, when teams are up twenty four, twenty five points, and it's not safe. Guys are still playing until they get done. Until, right. until it reads zero, zero, Guys are still out there hunting shots, getting getting in position to play defense. You know, making basket, making plays. It's just a fun time of basketball.
0: I'm uh, I am intrigued. By LeBron James not being involved in these finals, I'm intrigued by uh, how I think he has been. I, I used to, look. I'm from Ohio. Uh, I know. I knew LeBron James when he was 14 years old. You know what I mean? Like I, I know this story. I'm a fan of all the things he's been in the league at such a high level, and he's controlled every aspect of his career past that rookie contract with Cleveland with such precision that I'm starting to hate him.
3: Right. Like, he's becoming a villain, bro.
0: Like, he's becoming a villain. Yeah. And so, like, to see him act like a baby back bitch since he got knocked out of the playoffs, you know, through his social media pages and talking about the play-in games and things like that, like, why won't you just let us love you? Like, why won't you just let us yeah. – Under like, you are one of the mount, on the Mount Rushmore, top four players, all time, you know, can guard every position, can play every – I mean, there's, no, there's nothing quite like LeBron James.
3: And did it for – two decades right like you're an exceptional
0: but but why can't just because you're not in the mix right now doesn't mean that you've got to make it out to be you know oh I I told you about the injuries and I told you that we couldn't start the season this soon and I told you what the bubble was going to do and I told you that it's a it's a fucking pandemic like the whole country the whole world is impacted by this in some way shape or form and I got this multi-million dollar athlete whining and crying about the situation that he's in just because he's not in the mix. If they were healthy and the Lakers are one of the final four right now, LeBron is, you know, doing his thing, having a great time. But oh, because yeah. he's not there, he's going to act like that. And it just, it, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me.
2: <laughs> but, Sam, you know, as well as I do, playing with as many athletes as you play with, when you get to those elite of the elite. There's a certain level of narcissism that has to go hand in and hand with it.
0: Oh, those yeah. guys
2: have to trust that they are better than anybody else, and when they don't do it, it's not because of anything that they did; it's because it just wasn't right or it was fixed against them. So, you know, that's that's one of those things. LeBron James, you know, if he keeps his mouth shut, he goes down as the greatest ever, possibly. Right. Um, he's able to do things that you know, just physically, Jordan wasn't able to do. He's able to do things physically that Kobe wasn't able to do. Um, he's, you know, more athletic, more. Gifted, physically talented, like he—he he just needs to, you know. Sometimes I don't want to say shut up and dribble, but you know, just enjoy for the young guys. Be the ambassador. You are great. Be the ambassador and welcome in a new crop that may win a title this year.
0: Let's uh, let's talk Chris Paul real quick. This is somebody that. Uh, Leaves a Clippers organization with Blake Griffin. Uh, Things don't look great in fighting in the locker room. He heads to Houston to work with Russell Westbrook. They find a way to piece it together a little bit. They make a playoff run. Chris Paul gets hurt, can't be a part of it. Houston loses. He gets shipped off to Oklahoma City, a place where the NBA – uh, media said he's going to die. That's it for Chris Paul. He's yeah. done. Right? He's in <laughs> Oklahoma City. <laughs> and
3: that's what we all expected.
0: Absolutely. And what we, we were got?
3: Like, Maybe he'll play good enough. We can get something for him. Right. <laughs> and
0: and the question and the conversation was: Is Chris Paul going to take it serious enough that they can get something for him, or is he right. going to miss every other game and not care? And not and that dude came in here and absolutely worked harder than anybody on that team. And guys like Dennis Schroeder got paid because of Chris Paul. SGA is a better player because of Chris Paul. So many players in the Thunder organization have been impacted by him. He leaves, goes to Phoenix, and in one calendar year does the exact same thing with the Suns. Devin Booker on the path to becoming a star, for sure. And then DeAndre Ayton, I think, was a little bit maybe lost in transition coming from college to uh, the the NBA. A lot of people questioning his attitude, his intensity. And it is night and day watching that kid play. Like, the yeah. Phoenix Suns are the real deal. When they're healthy, the Phoenix Suns are as good as any team in this league. And Chris Paul has got a legitimate chance of winning a world championship. And I'm here for it. Like, exactly. this, is, he, he, this is his shot, right? This is Eminem. You got one shot. This is it.
3: Yeah, if we could just get LeBron to take the last two years' pages out of Chris, Chris Paul's right. playbook right now. <laughs>
2: Well, y'all have a little uh, more. Y'all have a little more pride with Chris Paul than I do. I, I respect his game. I think he. I think he saw the writing on the wall when he came to Oklahoma City. Uh, the writing on, was on the wall. Either you perform and you move on to a place where you will be able to pick, and that they want you there. That has enough talent for you to try and make a run. Because Chris Paul, I, I don't know that he's has he played in a Western Conference or has he played in the finals yet? You know, right. With Chris Paul, he needed he needed to prove himself. And that team uh, with Phoenix. You know, uh, Bridges, uh, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, those are young guys that just needed direction. They're freak athletes. Those are guys that can flat out go. Chris Paul coming in as a common factor. And I think the other one that uh, kind of flies under the radar of why Phoenix is doing what they're doing and it's helped Chris Paul out of them and just, uh tremendously. Jamison Crowder, that was a hell of a pickup. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Right. that like He's that guy. He's the glue guy. He's the guy that is literally making that work for them. Right. You know, as he plays, so, you know, it, it kind of feeds off Chris Paul playing well. Uh, it makes the team. But I, I think Chris Paul is one of those guys. He didn't want to end his career being one of the greatest to never do it.
0: He I, doesn't
2: want to be the Barker of the world, the Reggie Miller of the world. He right. wants to bring. It. How long right. has
3: it been since we've had a player coach in the NBA? <laughs> I, I
0: think, think it's so. been a while. I think uh, he's
3: going to bring it back.
0: He could. So. Uh, what,
3: uh,
2: Bill Russell?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what, I mean, I think that yeah. might be it, yeah.
3: Bill A. Beard, was he a player what? coach? No, I don't think so.
0: Point? Larry Bird? No?
2: Player no, coach? I no, think, I think Russell might have been the last one.
0: Yeah. That's wild, man. Like, Chris Paul, absolutely capable of doing that. And those kids uh, have actually bought in, absolutely bought into what he's saying. You know, it happened in Oklahoma City. It right. happened in Phoenix now. Like, he is uh, really kind of
2: – You've kinda... got res- to respect what he is. Oh, you've yeah. got yeah. to. Like, there's there, – I mean, you've got to respect what he is. He's been – Arguably the greatest point guard of the last, just a pure point guard of the last, what, 20 years?
3: Yes. Yeah. He yeah. is the definition of a point guard. Yeah, 100%.
0: Just 100%. All the way around. Nice. Good stuff. Andre, thank you so much for your time, buddy. I appreciate it. No problem. Hey, give me, a, give me your picks. What are we, who are, who's winning these series? What's a championship look like?
2: Uh, I think Phoenix wins in six. I think. Uh, Milwaukee ends up coming back and covering with Atlanta. Uh, I like Atlanta. I like the young guns. But I think with Middleton and Giannis, I think they've got something to prove. Giannis, you know, he, he's got to get one. Uh, he's too good of a player uh, when he imposes his will It's over. And I think with Phoenix against Milwaukee, I think Phoenix takes a good seven. All
0: right, brother. I appreciate you. Thanks a lot. Andre Williams. All right, thanks. Former Oklahoma State. Great. It's a big time. You know who's beeping in right now? Who is that? We're gonna answer this. Joe Atkins. Let's see. You there, Joe?
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, there he is right there.
0: Joe. Joe, you called in the middle of a podcast, and guess who we just hung up with?
1: Oh wow. Who? Andre Williams. <laughs> you
0: told about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are sitting here at Izen RX. I was trying to get you to come down here with me today. It's a dispensary on the south side ah. here, Oklahoma City. Uh, we have just yeah. tried some incredible cannabis, the uh, Kimmy Jones. This is from once again Elite Cultivation. Uh, I guess this is, they're one of two dispensaries in this, in the city that sell this. And uh, yeah, we're a little high. Well, hi,
1: Joe.
3: Yeah, yeah. good about
1: life, Joe. Yeah. When do I get to join his podcast?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to come to the dispensaries. We're going to talk a little sports, and we're going to talk a lot of weed. So we, we just finished talking sports with John J. Williams, and then you called, and I'm like, well, Joe, we'll talk a little sports and a little weed.
3: That's what happens That's when you don't out. answer
1: the phone, Joe. Right. <laughs> Remember the little people, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Man, man, guys, listen. I, I've been extremely busy. I've been with. I would not do that. <laughs> I've been waiting to see you guys again. I've been waiting. Hey, we had a fun time, even though I didn't think you guys would have a podcast anymore. That last time I was with you guys, so I was a little nervous. So, but you guys are still on, and I you have expanded, and now we're doing even more fun things. So I am all in now, fellas. Make okay. Fire, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah,
0: no, I, I figured that Joe would be a part of the uh, cannabis podcast, so no, no oh, question. Honey. This place is cool, Joe. They got a the smoking area that's going to be out back. It's going to be the little fenced-in area outdoors. Uh, they got an awesome gift shop, and they have some high-end cannabis in here uh, for sure. And then you would remember uh, Louise, the owner, Joe, she used to work down in Bennett Hall when we were in school. She used to work in the cafeteria area.
1: Wow. Yeah. So she. Uh, small world.
0: Yeah, small world, absolutely. So she heard that I was in the uh, cannabis stuff and doing this podcast. So she had us come out today, and yeah, I think we might make this a pretty uh, regular thing. And uh, this dispensary so and others.
1: From working, serving you in the cafeteria. Yeah. So now serving you week. That yeah. is awesome. God is good. God is amazing. good.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yes. this, place,
3: this place looks a little nicer than the old cafe. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: This place is pretty nice.
0: <laughs> uh Joe, are you watching the game right now?
1: Yes, sir. What's the score? It is forty seven thirty
3: five. Fuck. How many points okay. does Trey Young have? Thirty <laughs> four?
1: <laughs> no, no. He's, uh, he's he's doing a little bit. I mean hey god you now. You get to doing what he did the other day. <laughs> you I'm gonna say <laughs> embarrassed guys. Forty oh, yeah. as you not. As you guys know, sometimes you can be good, and then you can get a little too good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I'm, we
0: talked about this the other day on the radio, and I couldn't really elaborate as much as I, I wanted to because you can't cuss. But I fucking yeah. love his attitude. I love it. Awesome. I love that on-court persona. I love that he plays to the crowd. I love that he's a showman, and it's just so unexpected from him. Yeah. Right? Like, I didn't you expect that not, from him.
3: Yeah, it's the last thing you expect yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever you see him come out there. Well, like, hell,
0: and then that dude accounted for like 75 total points the other day. What? Like, you scored yeah. or assisted on 75 total like, points the other day.
3: He's one of the best passers in the game and it just made me sick the first year not passing.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, well. Listen, guys. There's a couple reasons, and you guys, both of you guys, being professional, know that if the coaches wouldn't have let you shoot it every time, and he's not saying anything, I yeah. mean, hey, guys, he just wouldn't have lived with it, right? <laughs> I realize he didn't
3: have the best options to pass to his first year or two. I mean, he's he's got a little bit, a little better pieces around him right now. But you're, you're he, right. He I mean, has. they let
0: him run. They let him run that team. They let him run that organization, and he was a kid, right? This is one year out yes. of school. Uh, all he wants to do is shoot that deep ball anyway, and no one was telling him not to, so that's what he was doing. Two
1: years out of high school. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and the thing about it, and, and when you watched him in high school, and I said this, when, even when you watched him in high school, like after you left, he was like, he was entertaining. Like he was, right. it was, it, it's a flamboyant, he was a, a nutmegging guy, throwing it on the legs, throwing it on glass. And he was doing all these things like, wow, okay, well, he's just so much better than those guys. You know, it's surely at the next level. Of course, we all say, oh, well, next level, he's not going to be the same He goes, oh, you? <laughs> he leads the country in, in points and assists. Um, started out here at Oklahoma at the highest rank in the head since, I believe, getting to the final four. They kind of fall off, tell off at the end of the year. He doesn't play as well, and he probably does have a little bit to do to that, maybe a lot. But he was a lot of the reason why they were so good. So he took a lot of grief. And, you know, of course, we all knew once he got out, he was going to the league. And you say, man, there's no way he's going to do that. Now I know there's no coach going to let him do that. And here he is again, Sam. In 30 and leading the NBA in the fifth year. And now he's become a star where now we, we look at his position and we're like, oh, oh, that's not a Know they're just gonna beat him up now. He's become this star, so now you can't even touch him, right? So now he's a star, so now is gonna be the Trey Young for over because he now he's a star, so he gets all the calls. I mean, what my man shoots more free throws than LeBron, yeah,
0: right? That's wild. <laughs> like How about the rule, team. Joe? The Trey Young and uh, James Harden rule they put in,
1: yeah, next year they're gonna. They're, you're really good. They start making rules for you. And next year, they decided that they're going to make a rule. But, Sam, after Trey Young in this summer, uh, and, I mean, in this season, this playoff run, now you think next year they're not going to give him calls? Like, right. kidding? Yeah, right. Like, it, it's going to be – it's going to continue to happen just because now he's so good. And people pay to see him play. I, it'll be really – I want to see next year when they come out to Jersey and see where he goes. I guarantee you, guys, he moves up into that top five because the kids love him, and, and he's world-renowned. I mean, everybody knows who Trey Young. Is and he's getting even bigger and better.
3: I want to see wigs with, like, a bald spot
1: on them. <laughs> They're going to – hey, he may as well embrace it. That that is a, absolutely. Man. Just a you silhouette of him name.
3: shooting from the you back from. <laughs> with the bald spot yep. and dropping a tray. Look,
0: that Anthony Davis has been Halloween. walking around with the actual unibrow yeah. because of his marketing, bro. Like, he has a unibrow. And
3: I've wanted for, like, five years to just swipe that thing with a razor so <laughs> bad. And then after a while, I was like, all right, I just
1: got to respect just that. Just accept the fact that he's doing it. Yeah. And
0: race the ball spot. Sign so, me up.
1: Yeah. I've been fine. At least at Halloween, fellas, he can at least come out, put it out on his website for about two weeks before Halloween, get the little make it, have a little wig, have it balding. Saying, look, okay. kids can buy an inch. We really have the head style of Trey Young. Wes, you just came up with that. He owes us for that. Telling Dude, him. I'm going to tell we're you gonna what, get, we're I'm going to get in on that. We're going we're we're gonna to gonna market this every
3: way we can. <laughs> I'm going to get some of that Rogaine money. I don't think anybody in the league's ever gone after the Rogaine money. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, we, Hair yeah, for men money. Like, hey, Rogaine was well before us, so their money is gone now. Right? Yeah,
0: they got they that old money. <laughs> get that good old, Recession proof money. Recession proof money. <laughs> <Recession-proof> <laughs> <Yes>. money. <laughs> <laughs> uh Joe, <Jugger> you <laughs> at the house?
1: No, sir. I am actually I'm I'm out working. So Okay. I am uh I I uh had to go out of town. And I'm working, and while I'm out of town, I'm celebrating my birthday.
0: Okay, Joe, get ready to get in trouble tonight. Watch.
1: Happy birthday, Joe. You already
0: hear. You already hear the smile on his face. I can hear your smile, huh? Where you? I don't think I've
3: ever seen Joe without a smile.
0: Right, Joe also. (laughs) Right, because Joe's two times I've met. Right, because he's always scheming.
1: Yeah, he's on (laughs) time. He's got something in his back pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. <laughs> you know, as your grandfather told you, man, you gotta always have a plan B. That's all. Uh, hey, you bro, gotta have a pre- plan pre- You make pre- a deal. Oh, you make a deal with
3: Joe. You better make sure he's wearing flip flops. He'll have some toes crossed. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have
0: something going on. <laughs> Joe, man, nah. thank you. Thank you for your time and happy birthday, my friend.
1: Man, I appreciate you guys. You guys have a good cool
0: one, man. Yeah, hey, next time we do one of these cannabis uh, pods, yes. we for sure will have you. Like this is a, a great time. It. Yeah, I love this place, too. It's Izen RX. It's on the south side, uh, and it is perfect. You're going to love it. they got high-end cannabis. We'll come in here and uh, enjoy ourselves. All
1: right, bro, bro. I appreciate that, guys.
0: All right, bro. Have a good one.
1: Good to hear All from right, you, man. Joe. Thanks. Good to hear from you guys.
0: Peace. Joe Atkins, former Oklahoma State. Great. old Joe. Yeah, me too, man. There's a couple stop.
3: good people that came out of there.
0: At Oklahoma State. Yeah. Oh, man, there's a bunch of great people that came out of Oklahoma <laughs> State,
3: including our owner
0: of uh, IZNRX. Yeah, Louise. I find
3: more people every day.
4: Yeah,
0: this is good stuff. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and pause and uh, we're going to go here grab Luis and, and uh, we'll we smoke a little bit more.
1: Yep, come enjoy back. some of the things. Yeah,
0: we'll come back and talk some cannabis, talk Check about.
3: Uh, uh, I didn't even see this. Uh, there's a second, like.
0: Bar yeah, the, back this is the gift here. shop. This, oh. Oh, yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah, lots going on. They got the soft shirts. I like the soft shirts. Oh, I
0: didn't see any T-shirts in there. They have a little gift, gift bag they're giving away. Oh, they're at uh, the top. They're at the top? We, okay. We ought some. to be able to find them. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, this weekend here at iZenRx, they do have 20% uh, off everything at the dispensary. One penny a gram, and the, uh, the raffle giveaway with purchase at the dispensary is uh, pretty incredible. You get some mystery bags going on, a Snoop Dogg ticket from Vertical Vibes, which that concert is going to be in Lawton here July 4th, I believe.
3: Hello.
0: And uh, they also have some every week stuff going on. Sundays is 10% off. The gift shop, Saturday, 5 for 100, refined extract. Uh, Friday is 5 for 25, IZEN pre-rolls. Thursday is 6 for 100, IZEN concentrate. Wednesday is 10% off carts. Tuesday is 10% off infused flour. Monday is 10% off edibles and drinks. And new patients get 10% when they come in. Yeah, great stuff going on here at IZNRX here on the south side of Oklahoma City. That address is, I'm pulling it up one more time, is, nope, I did it again. Wes, I did it again. Fat-fingered. It is fat-fingered. And I got, so I have to go through my phone and condense this thing. Like I just got too much going on, right? Way too much going on. All right, address is 1324 Southwest 89th here in Oklahoma City. It's RX. Welcome back. We're here at RX. once again at 1324 Southwest 89th Street here in Oklahoma City, uh, just on the south side. And I'm here with Luis, who has been a long time. I've known you for 20 years, and yes. this is the first time that I've seen you since Oklahoma State. I lived in Bennett Hall, and did you live in Bennett, or did you just no, work? No, okay. I
5: just worked there. Okay. Um, you know, long story, but anyhow. Okay, <laughs> okay. so Luis
0: worked in Bennett Hall, uh, where the football team was uh, housed at that time, and she worked in the cafeteria area, so she is very familiar with uh, me eating all the food all the time. Yeah, I used to cook for you. Which is a
5: like in the late night Henry's, you know, oh, like yeah. that is like a burger section and stuff like that in, in training table. Yeah, middle yeah. of the night. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Coming
0: in just drunk. Uh
5: no, I don't think that you really party <laughs> and drink. Oh I- Unless I do not. Know, oh, don't it's a secret, I mean. secret ah. life. It's a secret
0: life. Luis is the owner here at iZenRX. And let me tell you this, Luis, your store is gorgeous.
5: Thank you. Thank you.
0: You've done an excellent job. I love the branding. I love uh, how comfortable it is when you walk in. You know, it's just got this kind of a medical vibe to it. But it's upscale and kind of, I don't know, just makes you feel comfortable. Like, this is the place that I want to come and not only buy my medicine, my cannabis, but also uh, smoke it. You're going to have an area outside where we can kind of sit and Uh, relax and just enjoy some some great weed
5: okay thank you yes yes like that is like what i wanted Mm. you know Um, i want a little bit uh, more professional approach um, because i want us uh, people the patient take us seriously yes you know um, the inspiration of this i have a friend that died from cancer and stuff like that so i i wish to help more uh patient like that absolutely that area
0: yeah, cannabis has kind of changed the way that I function uh, now. You, know, you knew me as a as a young football player, and we were healthy and all the things, and now, you know, almost 40 years old, my body's starting to break down a little right, bit. Right, same. And <laughs> <laughs> she says that, and Louisa's face has not changed in 20 years. Like, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You look fantastic. Oh, thank you. Uh, but it is, you know, it, it really is a, a lifesaver. You know, we, we do this podcast, and we talk about cannabis, and, uh, Wes and I, we love it. And, you know, Wes has got knee injuries. I've got shoulders and knees and, and feet and hands. And, and uh, you know, it's. I think that marijuana has such a negative stigma still. And I just try to tell people through this podcast and through right. my social media accounts that it really, truly is uh, medicine. And for those people who keep trying to demonize this incredible yes. drug, this incredible uh, plant, this natural way of of helping us with pain and anxiety and all the things, it just drives me nuts. So I'm here. You know, I'm here because I want to tell let people know, I want to scream it out that cannabis is not evil, it's not the devil, it's not a yes. a bad thing. And it's for everyone, right? It really yes. is for everyone. It's
5: for everyone and you know it's not just like uh we have products just to smoking, you know. There right. is multiple ways that you can uh uh how to say? Like it can Use, help you, yeah, you know, absolutely. like there is like the edibles, you know, there's the RSO, like it just Topical,
0: you know, the, the Yeah, the, the cream and, and the everything. Yes.
5: Especially for me, I'm like a classical pianist, you know. I got inflammation all the time, so I use like the cream and stuff like that to help it. Right. You know, and it helps a lot. Very right, cool, very cool. Well, we are
0: thrilled to be here uh, once again at Eisen RX. Thank you so much for having us, Luis. We're going to talk to uh, some of your staff. We're probably going to talk to... Uh, some of your patients, if we get them in the door here while we're here, and this is going to be cool. and I hope to be here again. I love it, it's very nice. Come I appreciate visit it.
5: us again and come just come hang out. I will, you know what I, I mean. Will, like, yeah. we are like old friends,
0: absolutely. I will, I will come do that down here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and Luis. thank
5: you for um, coming here. You yeah, know, and absolutely. check us out. And- do this for us. I really appreciate you.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And I know people are going to come in and check you guys out and, uh, and make this their dispensary of choice. I mean, this is going to definitely, I, I live quite a bit north of here, but when I'm on this side of town, I won't go anywhere else. I'll yeah, come here. Come here. Just Absolutely. come hang. I will. You I know, will.
5: We have like cool products. Yeah, like, you do. Really and do. just great
0: vibes. It's like great vibes in this place.
5: Thank All you right. Right. very, awesome. very much. Thank you, Louise. Thank you.
0: Welcome back. We're still here. And I don't know that I ever want to leave Izen RX. Uh, this dispensary is absolutely incredible. Such good vibes here. Such incredible products here. And it is unique in every way, uh, all the way up to the staff. And we have the GM here, Mr. Uh, Alex Thorne. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excellent. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. This is pretty exceptional. I know you, a lot of work goes into, a lot of heart goes into uh, opening a dispensary. Talk about just what this process has been like for you here in Oklahoma.
4: Well, I started in the industry. Do this. Oh, no. Yeah. There we go. I appreciate you. Yeah, I'm reaching out and. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I started in the industry uh, three years ago, um, right after I was diagnosed with Crohn's.
0: Oh wow. Okay.
4: No. Yeah. So I, I'm 135 pounds right now, 145, but I used to be 250 pounds. Holy crap. No. Yeah, it was a big change. Holy crap. Um. So I used to be 250, and then over a year. You're I, not short either. Like that's. No. I mean, yeah. I, I'm wearing heels. But. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm like 5'7". I'm pretty short. Um, but, uh, so, and you're six
0: foot in the heels. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Nothing four inches or less. Right. Um, but uh, so uh, I started the industry 10 years ago after getting diagnosed because I had a foot of intestine taken out and I had a colostomy bag. Wow. Crohn's is, is crazy. Um, so basically I have an autoimmune that whenever I get stressed out, my body attacks itself. And I can have holes open up inside of me, like just like wounds, like it's crazy. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, medication for that's actually like $4,000 a month. A month? A month, yes, because you have your Crohn's medication, you have anything that helps with the side effects for that Crohn's medication.
0: Holy crap, drugs for the drugs.
4: Drugs for the drugs, yes. Um, And so I tried to find something holistic. And I had used recreationally before in high school, like you know a lot of people do. Um, But I started doing my research and found out that when you use the whole plant, CBD and THC, like you get so many of the medicinal benefits that you just don't get if you're using CBD or just THC. And so it took me from $4,000 a month to like $300 a month. Right. Yeah, and I just use flower now. That's incredible. Yeah.
0: That's incredible.
4: No, yeah, I appreciate it.
0: Like I, I tell people all the time how much cannabis has impacted uh, my life, and I'm just talking about, you know, the aches and pains of mm-hmm. uh, a football career in the past, and uh, to think that,
4: I mean, wounds. No, yeah, wounds inside of me. I had one from my large to my small, and my small to my bladder. Holy crap. I was sick. I was I was in the bed constantly. I was in the hospital for two months straight. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the, the cost, right? I mean, we're talking about the $4,000 mercy... Drugs.
4: Yeah, well, Mercy paid for all of the hospital stuff. Oh, wow. Mercy Hospital paid for everything. Um, just, they have a good charity program. Um, and I had been with them throughout my whole uh, illness. Right. Um, and they couldn't find anything. And when they couldn't find anything and they couldn't find anything and they had to just open me up, they felt like they were a little bit responsible, I guess, too. And so right. they, they took a lot, they took really good care of me. That's, that's incredible. Um, no, it was. I was very fortunate. And the nurses were in and out of my room constantly taking care of me because I was just a mess. Two months in, in one room, like, drives you a little insane. But uh, it was – I learned a lot, though. I learned a lot about myself and about people. And and being trapped in that room for two months, I haven't stopped going since. Right. You know? like, so how – I
0: mean, what, what, it's 2021 now. This mm-hmm. is – give me a
4: – This was two, three years ago. I was 22. I'm 25 now. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Well, I would have never known. No, uh, as I appreciate you, uh, that. make your way around the store, you're going to be a very, very – very busy person uh, here because this place is exceptional. you do a great job. And obviously it's a, it's a hard thing though, right? Because you're sitting here telling a story of, of cannabis that not only has changed the way that you can live your life, but I mean, you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that you will save.
4: No, and absolutely. To put, and put
0: to something else like that's amazing.
4: And, and especially if people learn to dose themselves and get oh, out absolutely. of that recreational right. lifestyle um, and get into thinking that it's medicine and really learning what's perfect for them. Right. Um, honestly, that's why I'm here. That's that's what I do. I I listen to my patients. What's going on with them, whether mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, um, there's different things that you can use it for. If you're having emotional stress, use uh, cannabis to to meditate. Right. If you're having uh, pains, we have creams that are are uh, transdermal that are gonna help. Um, we like cannabis can help from anything from menstrual cramps to to back pain from surgeries. Like, right. It's such a wide variety that it can help with. Yeah, so
0: like, I, I find it really interesting when, you know, people talk about how it benefits them and uh, the different way. You know, everybody has this idea that cannabis is uh, dazed and confused. Cannabis mm-hmm. is Friday. Cannabis is crime. Cannabis yeah, is, that's the
4: stigma about Jay and Silent Bob.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Couch potatoes, they I've
1: been don't... All
4: my life. <laughs>
0: that was loud. Couch potatoes, they don't, uh, you know... We don't move, we can't function, mm-hmm. we can't do these. I have three jobs, no, right? No. And you, you have literally walked two miles since I've got here a couple hours ago just in this store. No, yeah, like, anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, it's, you know, super active people, mm-hmm. people that are athletes, people that are musicians and artists. And uh, Fortune 500 CEOs used the benefit of cannabis. The problem is those are the people that we want to do what you and I are doing right now, speak mm-hmm. out, no, talk absolutely. about their experiences. But even those people are still doing it. At home, in private, and we don't talk about it, and you know, because
4: it's stigmatized. It has been for the longest time since it uh, became a controlled substance, right? Um, And and really, I mean, the only reason it hasn't become legalized is because it's trouble on taxing, right? But um, in all honesty, though, we do need those people to come out and talk about it. Absolutely, we need them to tell their stories. We need them to talk about how. They use cannabis to help them succeed in life Absolutely, because it's true. We all we a lot of us use it. Like I remember back in the day before it was legal, like every job I had, my boss was smoking. Right. Like, you know, and uh, usually everyone was smoking, but no one talked about it. Right. And honestly, I think it's time to just like take away that stigma, be honest about being a patient. Right. And do it the right way. Right. No? I,
0: I think that here at Izen RX, that's part of the, the aesthetic here, right? You walk into the building, uh, and this is not uh, cannabis culture that's vomited all over you. No, absolutely. Right. That's why
4: we designed this place that way. We wanted, to do, we wanted it to be elegant. Uh, we wanted um, people who weren't patients to be able to come in, sit in the lobby with me, and we can find them a way to become a patient. Like, we wanted people to see this and come in and feel like they were in a retail environment. Not going to the head shop, and I hate using that word just because right. it's not what a lot of these places are, but when you have this certain vibe that, um, that brings off this stoner culture. Right. Um, it, can, it can trap you in this like, uh, how would I put it? It can trap you in this uh, stigma I hate using that word again, right. but it traps you in the stigma that you can't get past, and so your, your age demographic for 45 and up. Dwindles. And so that right. patient doesn't feel comfortable coming in and they're not getting their medicine. They're going to continue to use the barbiturates and other pain right. medicines that...
0: Yeah, sure. I'll eat yeah. eight Advil in a day, right? No, absolutely. When right. you could
4: use a CBD cream or a one-to-one and you right. could also uh, take an edible. Like, right, there's multiple things that we could do to help you with that back pain, but because people have stigma about it, they're not coming in.
0: Right. I, I think that, uh, you know, 2020 uh, hit us all kind of like a hurricane. And mm-hmm. when you consider... Uh, being one of the few states that had um, legal cannabis, I feel like we, you know, for us users, Mm -hmm. to to handle quarantine, to handle. Oh, we needed it. Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, like, I mean, it just was something that was able to kind of keep the uh, level of intensity down just a little bit. Well, and
4: thank goodness that Oklahoma decided that it was essential. Right. You know, uh, because they did let uh, dispensaries stay open and continued to see their patients. Yes, it was curbside, but we were still able to get patients their medicine. Right. Because there are a lot of people who have been kicked off pain management because they've had cannabis. Like right. Doctors have just dropped them. And um, so sometimes when someone gets their card, it's, that's their only option now. Um, I mean, you can go to your normal doctor for some scripts, but when you have serious pain and right. you're using it and vice versa, like, or in tandem, getting knocked off of that, that leaves you only medical marijuana absolutely and if you can't if you don't have access to that then right but thank goodness oklahoma decided to do that like oklahoma's been honestly pretty su- surprisingly great with the cannabis industry like b- between the laws we have some of the laxest laws right. ever and it allows patients to be able to actually use their cannabis like uh the edible we i think with 72 ounces is what you can have in your hmm and some people will stock up, and that's, that's their medicine for, right. for months. Right. And it's so much more affordable.
0: Right. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been pretty awesome. And obviously the industry is growing, and, and with that legislation and regulation and everything mm-hmm. else is going to come, uh, you hope that Oklahoma always kind of keeps the patient in mind as they have no, always. You know, yeah. these conversations. You know, I find that when we talk cannabis business, uh, the majority of the time, it's it's always that vertical integration, right? From the grow to the dispensary to mm-hmm. uh, to the patient, and it's or to the processor, and it's like, you know, I get it. You know, it's a I mean, I'm very financially driven. I'm sure you are too. No, absolutely. You know, it's yeah, just business is. people. We're mm-hmm. we're financially driven. Um, but uh, you know, there's something about working in this industry that makes me feel good about getting people the things that they need, oh, right? The necessary things that they absolutely. need. absolutely,
4: and yeah. that's uh, like here at Eyes and RX. Uh, all of our flour ranges from we have shake from three dollars a gram, and we have flour all the way up, almost hitting every dollar point, up to sixteen. Because mm-hmm. I wanted a variety for people, and it's all it's all great medicine. I I made sure to sample each one. I made sure to make uh, that the terpene levels were good, THC levels were good, and honestly, you're gonna find something on every shelf like that fits you, right. no matter your price range. Right. Like I don't ask people like, oh, what do you want? What do you look for? The first thing I ask is, what's your budget? Because right. at the end of the day, we're all on a budget. Right. And I'm never going to try and talk you into something you can't afford.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Alex, I enjoyed this.
4: Oh, thank you. I did, too. Thank and you so much thank you for, for coming out. Yes. Yeah.
0: Thank you for sharing and uh, best of luck. Like I, like I said, if I'm down here in the south side, this is the only place that I'll come. It's absolutely. awesome.
4: Please come see me again. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Very cool. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Alex Thorn. He is a GM here at Eisen RX. This is pretty awesome all right thank you thanks yes have a good day
1: the sam mays podcast is a production of p squared media